MSW Media. Big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. And thanks to Aura Frames for supporting the Daily Beans. Aura Frames makes Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that beautifully showcase your photos and videos. To get $30 off the perfect holiday gift, visit AuraFrames.com slash Daily Beans and use promo code Daily Beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Monday, December 18th, 2023. Today, Rudy Giuliani must pay Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss nearly $150 million. Congress passes a bill prohibiting the President of the United States from unilaterally withdrawing from NATO. Ziegler has been suspended from the Florida Republican Party over the rape accusation. A Russian propaganda campaign involving thousands of fake accounts on TikTok is spreading disinformation about the war in Ukraine and has been uncovered by the BBC. The Ohio Supreme Court upholds the pro-choice amendment. A 13-year-old boy has been arrested and accused of planning a mass shooting at a synagogue in Ohio. The Fifth Circuit upholds the ability of private parties to sue under the Voting Rights Act and what we know about the killing of three Israeli hostages by the IDF. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Dana, you're back. I am back. I have missed you all terribly. AG, I've missed you. Thank you for the time off to recoup after a very long year of work and gigs. And even though this is technically work, it doesn't feel like it. So I feel like my my gigs for this year have have been concluded. Uh, and I, I'm learning the English language again, <laughs> and we're going to see how this goes. Yeah, after you take a couple of weeks off, like the microphone, it's like, and where are my words? <laughs> yeah, I'll find them. I'll find them. But it's great to see you, and I'm happy to be back at everyone's ears. I'm so glad you're back. See, I told you, everyone, I told you she'd be back. I feel like people didn't believe me. <laughs> They're like, was she fired? And they're just trying to say it was Dana's choice. We think she doesn't like you anymore. And then she left. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm so glad that you're, you're back with us. And, and we, we missed you terribly, my friend. I was able to hold down the fort, but just barely. So I'm so glad you you're always here. do. You always do. And I also want to thank everybody who joined the Patreon Happy Hour last Friday. It was amazing. We had a really good time. I answered a lot of questions. Um, I know that there was a lot of, uh, you know, personal stuff that. I was, you know, politically relevant, but I think that um, I think that what our happy hour showed last week is how how grateful I am, and and that I think others are that we have this community. So thank you so much for last week's happy hour. I had a really great time. All right, we have a couple of quick hits. And to make a long story short, too late. All right, first up, best news ever: Rudy Giuliani is hit with a hundred and forty-eight million dollar judgment in the Ruby Freeman Shea Moss defamation case. Ruby Freeman says they're not done, but you know they still have a bunch of people who defame them, but that's tomorrow's work, she says. So we'll see what happens there. Pete and I will break down the award. We'll break down what the appeal could look like, and we'll talk about the likelihood of payment uh, because I don't think Rudy has $148 million. You know. But, you know, I, this was, really wasn't about the money for them. I mean, it was, but not. You know, th- this was about making sure that we, we send a message to future dick bags 
you know, not to <laughs> attack election workers. It's, uh, and, you know, it's, the, it, your words matter. And if you use like defaming words, it can cost you a lot of money. We'll also talk about who might be next uh, for Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss. They may uh, file additional suits. We'll talk about that on the next cleanup on all 45 with Pete Strzok on Wednesday. All right, AG. In Congress this week's approved a measure preventing any U.S. president from unilaterally withdrawing the United States from NATO without congressional approval. Passage came amid longstanding concerns that who? Donald Trump may try to exit the alliance if he returns to office. Now, the amendment was included in the NDAA. That's excellent. I'm so glad they passed that. It, it just passed the House. So now it's done. Now it just gets signed. It's going to go into President Biden's desk. Also, a 13-year-old boy, a 13-year-old, has been arrested and accused of planning a mass shooting at a synagogue in Ohio. He's accused of sharing his plan on Discord, which is an online chat platform, and he's charged with inducing panic and disorderly conduct, both misdemeanors, for allegedly making a detailed plan to shoot members of the Temple of Israel in the city of Canton, which is just south of Akron. So I, I believe, and I will check, but I believe because he is a minor, that is why it is limited to misdemeanors. Thanks, AG. All right. And last in this one, the Republican Party of Florida suspended Chairman Christian Ziegler and demanded his resignation during an emergency meeting Sunday, adding calls by Governor Ron DeSantis, because he had to, and other top officials for him to step down as police investigate a rape accusation against him. Ziegler is the husband of the founder of Moms of Liberty, Bridget Ziegler. Yep, the two of them had participated in a three-way, okay, with the accuser a year earlier. No problem with the three-way, big problem with the hypocrisy. Yep, and that no, like that point that you just made about it's not the three-way, it's the hypocrisy, was made beautifully by a young man during a hearing, and I want to play that clip for you. Let's listen. Bridget, our first ever interaction was when you retweeted a hate article about me from The Nationalist while I was a Sarasota County school student. You are a reminder that some people view politics as a service to others, while some view it as an opportunity for themselves. On this board, you have spent public funds that could have been used to increase teacher pay, to change our district lines for political gain, remove books from schools, target trans and queer children, erase black history, and elevate your political career, all while sending your children to private schools because you do not believe in the public school system that you've been leading. My question is why doesn't an elected official using our money to harm our students and our teachers for her gain seem to matter as much to us as her having a threesome does? Bridget Ziegler, you do not deserve to be on the Sarasota County School Board, but you do not deserve to be removed from it for having a threesome. That defeats the lesson we've been trying to teach you, which is that a politician's job is to serve their community, not to police personal lives. So, to be extra clear, Bridget, you deserve to be fired from your job because you are terrible at your job. <laughs> Not because you had sex with a woman. See, even I'm telling you, the kids are all right. I yeah. mean, if they can say, listen, what you do behind closed doors, not my business. The job you're doing is shitty. I want you gone. Yep. Yep. He said he put, just put it so well. So I'm so glad we could play that clip for you today. That was posted by Michelle on Twitter. All right. We have a lot of news to get to. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. First up, good news from the Associated Press for Ohio. The Ohio Supreme Court has dismissed the state's challenge to a judge's order that has blocked enforcement of Ohio's near ban on abortions for the past 14 months. 
So I know that that's, uh, this is one of those court things where they like, you know, they dismissed a block on a thing that prevented a thing. I mean, it's like a triple negative. But the ruling moves action in the case back to Hamilton County Common Pleas, where abortion clinics asked Judge Christian Jenkins this week to throw out the law following voters' decisions to approve enshrining abortion rights in the state's constitution. The high court Friday said the appeal was dismissed due to a change in the law. The justices in March agreed to review a county judge's order. That order blocked enforcement of the abortion restriction and to consider whether clinics had legal standing to challenge the law. They ultimately denied Republican Attorney General Dave Yost's request that they launch their own review of the constitutional right to abortion, leaving such arguments for a lower court. The clinics asked Jenkins on Thursday to block the abortion ban permanently on the heels of the amendment that Ohio voters approved last month that ensures access to abortion and other reproductive health care. A law signed by Republican Governor Mike DeWine in April of 2019 prohibited most abortions after a detectable, quote, fetal heartbeat. Now, cardiac activity can be detected as early as six weeks into pregnancy before many women even know they're pregnant. The ban, initially blocked through a federal legal challenge, briefly went into effect when Roe was overturned last year. It was then placed back on hold in county court as part of a subsequent lawsuit challenging it as unconstitutional under the state constitution. Yost's office referred to a statement from December 7th that, quote, the state is prepared to acknowledge the will of the people on the issue but also to carefully review each part of the law for an orderly resolution of the case. So the abortion providers asked the lower court that initially blocked the ban to permanently block it. They cited Yost's own legal analysis circulated before the vote that stated the passage of the amendment would invalidate the six-week ban, stating, quote, Ohio would no longer have the ability to limit abortions at any time before a fetus is viable. It's, I, I'm so glad, A.G., mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the voters voted. They need to uphold that. Now, um, this is from Democracy Docket. On Friday, the Fifth Circuit denied Louisiana Republican cynical request for the entire Fifth Circuit to reconsider the ability of private parties, such as nonprofit organizations and voters, to bring claims under Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, which is the VRA, and they wanted to remedy discriminatory maps and voting practices. That's what it's meant to do. This action is the latest in Arduin versus Robinson, a lawsuit filed on behalf of black voters challenging Louisiana's congressional map for diluting the voting strength of black voters under Section 2 of the VRA. Well, earlier this month, Louisiana Republicans asked the entire Fifth Circuit, as opposed to the typical three-judge panel, to rehear a decision affirming that Louisiana must draw a new congressional map. Now, specifically, Republicans challenged part of a November ruling confirming the ability of private litigants, which could be civil rights groups, individual voters, etc., to bring lawsuits under Section 2 of the VRA. In legal terms, what this means, this concept is known as a private right of action. Louisiana Republicans asked the Fifth Circuit to reconsider its Voting Rights Act precedent after a catastrophic ruling from the Eighth Circuit in November that held that private litigants can no longer bring lawsuits under Section 2 of the VRA. Well, crucially, this ruling only applies to seven states in the Eighth Circuit. That's Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Well, today, the Fifth Circuit denied this radical request, meaning that the decision will not be reheard, and Louisiana Republicans' attempt to block private groups and voters from bringing claims under Section 2 is stalled. This is a victory, by the way, for voters and private groups in the three states covered by the Fifth Circuit, and that's Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. 
there remains established precedent for a private right of action under Section 2 of the VRA in the 5th, the 6th, and the 11th U.S. Circuit Courts of Appeals. Well, the legislature, they now have till January 30th to enact a new map or inform the court that it will not be enacting a new map. And at that point, there are three distinct paths forward. One, if the legislature does not pass a new map, there will be a trial on the existing map on February 5th in district court. If the legislature does pass a new map and the plaintiffs in the lawsuit do not object to that map, that map is going to be enacted in 2024. If the legislature passes a new map that the plaintiffs object to, there will be a trial on March 25th to determine if the map can be used for 2024. So with the Fifth Circuit declining to reconsider its prior decision, Louisiana is one step closer to a fair map for 2024. This is good news, especially for Black voters in those areas. 100%. And thanks again to Mark Elias. I can't thank that guy enough for all the work that he does. Follow him on Democracy Docket. Next up from CNN, an investigation is underway after a tragic incident on Friday that saw the Israel Defense Forces shoot and kill three Israelis in Gaza who had been taken hostage by Hamas during the October 7th terror attack. Now, here's what we know. According to CNN, what the Israel military said happened is the men were killed while waving a white flag in violation of IDF rules of engagement. That's what the IDF said on Saturday. The official, who spoke to journalists on the condition of anonymity so they could speak freely about an ongoing investigation, said the trio emerged shirtless, waving their flag from a building tens of meters away from a group of Israeli troops in the Gaza City neighborhood of, and I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to pronounce this right, Shajaya. I hope I'm saying that correctly. At least one soldier felt threatened uh, and opened fire, killing two of the men immediately. And that's according to the IDF. The third was wounded and ran back inside the building. The Israeli unit overheard a cry for help in Hebrew, at which time the brigade commander ordered his troops to stop shooting. However, there was another burst of gunfire after the order to stop shooting, and the third hostage died later. It's unclear which hostage survived initially. Israeli soldiers did not anticipate they would be approached by hostages, but instead thought they would find them either in a building in a tunnel or handcuffed, and that's according to an IDF spokesperson. That's Daniel Hagari. He said at a news conference Saturday that Israel's military did not have intelligence about the three hostages mistakenly killed, adding, this is a mistake and it's a malfunction. Shejaya has been the scene of, I guess, a lot of fierce fighting in recent days, with Israeli forces confronting ambush attempts and attacks that involve suicide bombers or assailants dressed in civilian clothes. That's also according to the IDF. Hagari broke the news of the incident on Friday, calling it a very sad and painful incident. Israeli soldiers in Gaza are now being told to, quote, exercise additional caution when encountering people in civilian clothes following the hostages' accidental killing. That should have been already something they were doing. Quote, what we have told our troops is to be extra vigilant and do one more safety check before dealing with kinetics with any threat that they face on the battlefield. But it's very challenging. It's a challenging environment that our troops are in, unquote. I'm going to hold my thoughts there. Some of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's critics see the killings as proof that the Israeli government is more concerned with eradicating Hamas than it is with freeing the remaining hostages held by the group. That's according to two key goals of the military operation in Gaza. Before news of the three hostages' deaths broke, 132 captives were believed to be still in Gaza. 112 were thought to still be alive. That's according to the Israeli authorities. 
The ground invasion is killing the hostages. That's what Udi Gorin said, whose cousin was killed by Hamas. And he told this to CNN. Rallies were held on Friday night in Tel Aviv to demand immediate action to bring back the rest of those being held in Gaza. Demonstrators chanted, everyone now, and temporarily blocked a main road that runs through the city during the three-hour demonstration. Recently, speaking to Democratic donors in Washington, Biden voiced criticism of Israel's hardline government and said Netanyahu needed to alter his approach. Quote, I think he has to change. And with this government, This government in Israel is making it very difficult for him to move, Biden said, calling Netanyahu's government the most conservative government in Israel's history. Thank you so much, Allison. All right. This is from Olga Robinson at BBC. As Republican senators slow walk aid to Ukraine, trying to tie it to draconian domestic border policies like caging children, a Russian propaganda campaign involving thousands of fake accounts on TikTok spreading disinformation about the war in Ukraine, They've uncovered by BBC. Its videos routinely attracts millions of views and have the apparent aim of undermining Western support. Users in several European countries have been subjected to false claims that senior Ukrainian officials and their relatives bought luxury cars or villas abroad after Russia's invasion in February of 2022. While the fake TikTok videos played a part in the dismissal last September of Ukrainian Defense Minister Alexei Reznikov, according to his daughter, Anastasia Steinhaus. Now, the BBC has uncovered nearly 800 fake accounts since July. TikTok says it was already investigating the issue and says it's taken down more than 12,000 fake accounts originating in Russia. Well, during the investigation, BBC Verify found, which is the outlet BBC Verify, found consistent circumstantial evidence pointing to a possible Russian origin of the network. This included linguistic mistakes typical of Russian speakers, including some Russian phrases that are not used in other languages. Also, many of the videos contain links to a website previously exposed by Meta as part of a Russian-linked network impersonating legitimate Western news websites. Many of the videos analyzed by BBC verified targeted Mr. Reznikov, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, and other Ukrainian officials portraying them as obsessed with money and uncaring about ordinary Ukrainians or the war effort. When we reported on findings to TikTok, a spokesperson said this, we constantly and relentlessly pursue those that seek to influence our community through deceptive behaviors And we have removed a covert influence operation originating from Russia as part of an investigation initiated by TikTok and to which the BBC has contributed. Well, TikTok said it was still investigating who was behind the network and found fake videos in two additional languages, Italian and English. Well, despite TikTok's efforts to shut down the network in the weeks since BBC Verify reported the accounts, the app has recommended dozens more videos that appear to be part of the same network. So they're trying but not doing the best job to get this this shit down because there's all these fake accounts. Awful, awful. Mm. And that's Putin's goal is to yep. make everybody tired of it, make everybody, make the West weary is what um, what his goal is so that we just forget about Ukraine. Yeah so that he can march across Europe. But um, I will do my best to make sure that they don't. uh, And uh, I know y'all will too. Thank you for that, Dana. Again, I'm so happy that you're back. Um, We're going to be back with some good news. Listeners submitted good news, but we need to take a quick break. So everybody stick around. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey, everybody, if you're still hunting for that perfect holiday gift, skip the last minute store rush and choose something heartwarming with Aura Frames. This isn't just any digital picture frame. It's a window to cherish memories. Seriously. Praised by experts at Wirecutter and The Strategist and chosen as one of Oprah's favorite things, Aura Frames offers unparalleled high resolution displays, turning digital photos into stunning visual stories. What makes it an extraordinary gift is its ongoing delight. You can preload it with a collection of beloved moments or keep adding as time goes on using the Aura app. It's got unlimited storage. It's The displays are incredible. They look like actual prints. So you're giving a legacy of memories when you get somebody an Aura frame. Shopping for gifts usually has me at my wit's end, but this year it was easy. I found a winner. Um, and, you know, I my whole family back in Cleveland has this. Now I'm getting it for the rest of my family that's out in Arizona. And we can all sort of join in together and bring our little families and our units together by uploading pictures uh, as, you know, whenever you want from anywhere in the world. Anybody can join the app. It's such a cool gift. Give the perfect holiday gift this year. Get $30 off uh, the perfect holiday gift today at AuraFrames.com slash DailyBeans and use promo code DailyBeans. These frames sell out quickly though, so get yours before they're gone. That's $30 off their best-selling frames by going to AuraFrames, A-U-R-A-F-R-A-M-E-S.com slash DailyBeans and use promo code DailyBeans. Terms and conditions apply. And today's show also brought to you by the best thing ever, Helix. I used to wake up every morning with terrible backaches. I was stressed. I didn't sleep. I would toss and turn. Then Helix came in, enter Helix Sleep. They came in, fixed all my sleep problems from the jump. At first, I thought it was stress that was keeping me awake. But as it turns out, I was sleeping on a mattress built for someone else. Uh, so here's what you do. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Everybody has a different way of sleeping, and Helix knows this. So they offer a variety of mattress models, 20 in all. They have the Lux Collection, which has won tons of awards, the recently released Elite Collection. They have options for big and tall sleepers. They have options for kids. It's incredible. They have every mattress under the sun. You just take that sleep quiz, and they drop ship it to your door free. Bam. It's amazing. You don't have to go to a mattress store anymore. I was matched with the Helix Midnight because I prefer a medium firm bed, and I sleep on my side. It's the best mattress I've ever owned in my life, head and shoulders, hands down. Nolo Contende. It's amazing. And just to make sure you're completely satisfied, they have a 100-night in-home trial and a 10 or 15-year warranty. I trust them. So can you. And right now, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. This is their best offer yet. It won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good news, good news. Yay, our first good news back with Dana. If you have good news, confessions, corrections, baby pictures, yes, frog please. orgies, you want to play what the whatever, what the mutt, opine on the bovine, what the hequine, what the shell, cat me if you can, anything you want. We need a rhyme for oxalotl. Um, just figure out, just guess the animal, whatever it is, send it to us. We'll, we'll take a stab at it. <laughs> um, if you have a shout out to a loved one or a self shout out, which are my favorites, if you have a whoopee story, blanky story, stuffed animal story, your uh, dissertation titles and theses titles are always incredible. If you have misheard song lyrics 
or a, a shout out to a small business in your area that could use some support or your small business. I'm sorry I'm at giggling. All. I'm sorry I'm giggling. We should call it what's the model of that oxalotl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the model of that oxalot? Do do they have subtypes? <laughs> like what kind? What kind of oxalot? I'll be like, but... it's a yellow one. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I couldn't keep it in. I was giggling to myself. For What's a good the model of your oxalot? Oh, good one. I'm glad. I'm glad you thought of a rhyme. I couldn't think of one, so kudos. Uh, it's, to it you. may not be a good one, but it works. Anything you want to send to us? Seriously, I mean, clearly anything. The list keeps getting longer as time goes on. But whatever you want to send, dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. First up from Lola Gale pronouns she and her. Hello, great queens of the legume. Just a short submission with something for the both of you. For Allison, I submit my latest member of my feline tribe, Hammy Sammy, the biscuit muffin of potato. We still can't tell if they're a boy or girl. And for Dana, I submit my newest great niece, born last week. Not sure what makes a bigger impression, the bow or the babe. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Ag and DG love you both, and to the crew. I love to you both, Aww. and to the crew. Look at Hammy, Sammy, and look <gasps> the baby. They knew you were coming back today, so they're... they knew. There's baby pictures in the good news for me. I love you all so much. Mm, what an so adorable good. angel! Oh, so cute. All right, this next one's from Adele, devoted and grateful listener since the kitchen table days, no pronouns given. Dear entire Beans team, I often stay up late enough to listen to the beans before bed. I bought Allison a drink at a comedy club years ago, and I made some beans quilted projects for you. Well, without my consent, Hub's got a Shih Tzu (laughs) last year named Coco. A ridiculous name for a dog. I planned on a lot of travel and was not ready for a new dog after the loss of toddler and Alfie subjects of previous pet tax payments. Toddler and Alfie. Hubs vowed to do everything for Coco. Repeat everything. I just want to repeat everything. (laughs) I put one condition on keeping Coco that Hubs brushes the dog's teeth. Hubs responds, well, you can brush his teeth too sheesh now what comes next can go under the heading good news outcome with ick factor warning hubs dropped coco off at our beloved pet sitter and received an emergency call from her five minutes later to return immediately for medical emergency turns out coco's left eye had popped out of the socket i'll spare you the photos thank you by the way they rushed the pup to our devoted vet in Homer, Alaska, where we summer. Yes, Allison and Dana are invited to visit in the summer. Woo-hoo. Oh, so if somebody I'm, says, where do you summer? I can say, yeah, where do well, you summer? I summer in Alaska. Homer, Alaska. I do. Well, after five other Friday... Now I want to read the whole submission like that. After five other Friday night emergency surgeries... Okay. After five other Friday night emergency surgeries, the vet had to remove Coco's eye. Poor baby. Now, while I'm convinced Coco ran into a wall and popped his eye out... Two vets have said this isn't unheard of if a big dog play bites the back of the neck of the little dog. Stretching the structures, keeping the eye in the socket, resulting in the eyeball coming out. The breeds most susceptible are little dogs with smashed faces and bug eyes. Please be careful with your big and little dogs when playing and keep all dogs on leash. Even friendly dogs can cause harm. Mm. Oh my God, this fucking picture. Mm. Coco is now fully recovered and has no clue. He only has one eye. He's beyond adorable. I miss him terribly on my travels. Latest trip was Iceland and Northern Lights. Nice. Um, I call him my little Ewok and people ask if he's stuffed animal. The the even better good news is that I have renamed the dog Winky. (gasps) 
Oh my God. He is so sweet. Poor baby. He does look like an Ewok and a stuffed animal. Oh, he's a little cutie. Adele, thank you for that story. And I'm so glad Coco, well, excuse me, um, Winky is okay. There you go. Sweet baby. All right, I'm going to take the next two here. From Anonymous, pronouns he and him, Beans Queens, AG and DG are a big part of my daily routine. I'm adding a picture of my grandsons and bonus picture of a visitor we had in our driveway recently. Happy holidays to you and the whole Beaniverse. There is a bear in his driveway. There is indeed. Okay. Look at these kids. I know they're adorable with their little menorahs and happy Hanukkah and they're they have happy Hanukkah jammies. Okay. And then one of these boys has, you know, the headbands with the boyoing things with menorahs. That's a good description. On the top. Oh my God. Oh, so cute. Look at that face on the one on the right is killing me. So so sweet. All right, next up from Heidi. Good morning, lovely beans, ladies. I enjoy your podcast on my short commute to work. And if it's a long episode, on the way home too. I am loving the Fugelsang Fridays. He has a great take on things. I thought you might enjoy seeing our girl star's recent visit with Santa Claus. (laughs) No need for what the much, she's pure gold. She was bred by friends who used to raise golden retrievers. I have known dogs in her maternal line since 1990. When I was a sophomore in high school and had at least one of my own since 2004. Unfortunately, she's the last of the line, but we will love on her for as long as we get. She lost her eye to a non-cancerous growth last year, but it hasn't slowed her down. Thanks for making my morning each day and keep up the great work. What are the odds, Dana? I do, that we get two submissions. Yeah, two dogs with one eye together. Okay. Stop it. Look at this beautiful photo. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see how I tried to just go right past that? Mm-hmm. And you, you stop it. You're stop it. What, nope. Stop it. Look at this beautiful baby. So sweet. Dude, that's a chill Santa, Santa right there. That's, know, right? That, that Santa's got vibes, dude. It does. Nice. Rock on, Santa. All right. This next one's from Cameron, and you're cut off. This next one's from Cameron, pronouns she and her. Hello, Queens of the Beans. I wanted to share the good news that I recently became an aunt. And of course, share some baby photos. Also, my sister, baby's mom, is unfortunately very uninformed and believes she's a conservative Trump supporter. She has never been open to having a conversation about it, but this baby has opened her eyes to the progressive policies other countries for moms and babies by being part of New Moms Facebook group. Now, anytime she mentions something they have that we don't in the U.S., I gently remind her that the Republicans vote against all that, all that. And you got to vote blue if you want these things. So I'm hoping by the 2024 election, I can convince her not to vote Republican. Thank you for all you do in keeping us listeners informed. This baby looks like a retiree yeah. in Boca, Florida, yeah. or or Wallace Shawn from The Princess Bride. Shawn, right? I was like, my dinner uh, with inconceivable. Andre. <laughs> oh my God. In the second photo, he is literally saying inconceivable. Oh my God. You're right. Look at, oh my goodness. The baby's adorable. Never Thank go you. in against a baby. <laughs> when death is on the line. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> oh my god alright Cameron thank you for that submission and for the joy the baby pictures are adorable oh, those are the best alright next up from Olivia pronouns she and her hello beans queens you're cut off you two literally get me out of bed each morning thank you for providing important news of the day with humor and no bullshit I have a misheard song lyrics and a shit kids say submission and a request for info if you can help my first kid when he was about two years old my younger son and I were running holiday errands, and he was in the back seat, in his car seat, belting out Christmas carols that he learned at daycare. Almost all the lyrics were mangled in some way because he's only two, but one that has stayed with me all these years was he sang out, Good tigers we bring for you and a me. Good tigers for both of us. Happy New Year. That should be what it is now. Good tigers we bring for, for you, you and, and me. Good tigers, Good tigers for both of us. And a happy New Year. It was the most adorable thing ever. And even now, 10 years later, I will still sometimes sing that to myself to get into the holiday spirit. For Podped, Podpet, P-A-W-E-D, nice Podpet tax, I have this wonderful image of my son, now 13, releasing our dog Milo at a fast cat race. C-A-T race. What's that? Milo's breed is anyone's guess. He's 100% mutt rescue and the best boy ever. When people ask what kind of dog he is, I say he's a good boy. Thanks to you both for all you do and best wishes for the holiday season. Look at this little like Aussie German Shepherd mix. Corgi. Cor- yeah, this is so like an Aussie cool. German Shepherd Corgi mix. So adorable. He look at the, the look boy. on his face. Brr, he's going. I know. I hope this isn't, I hope fast cat race is not what I think it is when they release the dog, but <laughs> I can't imagine or one of our listeners would participate in that. <laughs> no, probably not. Oh my goodness. Oh, thank you, everybody. Send more baby photos. These are the best. And Oh, they really are so good. The pod pet tax and all the, all the one-eyed puppers out there. We and there you. seems a lot. A lot of our listeners have one-eyed puppers. Yeah, I remember one time. <laughs> So this is, I'm, I'm segueing now to tripod dogs, right? Okay. Which are, by the way, the fastest dogs I've ever seen in my life. Three-legged dogs can run so fucking fast. And I was hanging out with my friend. This is my goddaughter's mom. And we were, I think we were like sitting outside at a cafe having a glass of wine or something. And some like older, um, really good looking silver fox walked in the door, right? And we, we noted oh silver fox then uh later as we were leaving she sees i don't know what she sees but she she says to me check out that silver tripod oh boy and i thought (laughs) i thought she was talking about the silver fox and also making a comment on his anatomy but no, it was a silver greyhound with three legs. And and we laughed for about 45 minutes at ourselves. Not I'm the, sure you did. Not the beautiful, um, either the silver fox or the silver tripod. Um, but uh, we ended up, you know, meeting the dog and petting the dog. And it was a very awesome dog. But anyway, uh, that always sticks out in my head as a, as a memory that uh, that I will have with the mother of my goddaughter for years to come. Great story to tell. <laughs> Great story to tell. Thanks. Thank you. Everybody, send your good news to us, dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. Any final thoughts today, my friend? 
I mean, just that, I know this is a belated um, celebration. I just, I miss Hanukkah, all of Hanukkah with the listeners. And you know that I would have been wishing you a happy night every single night. So I hope all of my Jewish listeners and those who celebrate Hanukkah had a beautiful festival of lights and that that light leads us into the new year. There's a lot of darkness around us, but just just hang on to it. Just hang on to it. And I hope you celebrated very proudly this year. It was very emotional. Um, I think for a lot of us, lighting the menorah each night, and I hope you felt it, but you were surrounded by loved ones, and that's it. I just wanted to wish everyone a very happy belated Hanukkah. Thank you, my friend. And uh, that's it. That's our show. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go because I'm so glad you're back. But I know. Well, I'll be back with you tomorrow, so you don't have to miss me for too long. Fucking sweet. All right. That's right. Well then. Then, the sooner I close the show out, the sooner we will see each other again. So everybody will be in your ears tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your family. Vote blue over Q. And please take your entire family with you. Everybody, take them all. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.